Welcome to the Master's Method podcast, hosted by Zisser Customs Law Group. As experts in global trade, they will share valuable trade compliance and supply chain security information, along with the latest trade news, in a unique format that is easy to understand, use, and apply. They are going to simplify those complex topics, operational challenges, and difficult issues better than anyone else. Hey, Anise. You know, when you're talking about CTPAT and supply chain security and sharing this information with everyone, what is the one area that you really think that they really got to focus on? Certainly an area that U.S. Customs absolutely prioritizes when they're doing validation. What is that one area that you think they got to really focus on? I would have to say it's managing your business partners. That's one of the key areas, one of the most challenging areas that you would really want to focus on. Especially if you have a real large supply chain, that could be really pretty ominous where you have that many different service providers and, exactly. and, and carriers and, and vendors that you're actually working with. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Master's Method Podcast. I'm Steve Zisser, a customs attorney, and I specialize exclusively in the area of import and export law and supply chain security. And joining me on our podcast today is our good friend, Anise Sandes. Hi, Anise. Hi, Steve. I'm the Trade Compliance Manager here at Zisser Group. And I've been working with supply chain security for the past 10 years. I'm excited to be here and be able to talk to you about this topic. Well, today's topic on supply chain security is going to talk about business partner reevaluations. Now, as we said earlier, this is really a critical topic. It's really important. We're going to talk about how often you should do it, kind of why you should do it, the different security areas that you really want to take a look at, and really how to evaluate and communicate those security standards to your business partners. So, Yanis, one of the first things, obviously, when you have business partners, and we do have a lot of different business partners. Yes. The different business partners could be your vendors and your suppliers. They could be your customs broker, your freight forwarder, uh, your carriers. Right. Um, A lot of different players. But I think today we're going to focus a little bit more toward the vendor side. Yes. Because certainly, typically, that's where you're going to have a majority of a lot of those different business partners. So in looking at your vendors and your suppliers, how often would you really want to be evaluating them? Well, I would say, as, as you mentioned, Steve, your vendors, suppliers, they're one of the key points of your supply chain. And I would recommend definitely that at a minimum, you evaluate them annually. Take a look at them, do an assessment, but annually, I would say, is a minimum you should go for. Now, now if they're if they're higher risk or coming from higher risk countries or a lot of volume, maybe more frequently? Yes. I would definitely say that you want to evaluate your supply chain and your business partners. And if you have to evaluate them more often, you can certainly do quarterly, semi-annual. There's really no limit on how often you should do it, but at least annually. Yeah. Well, I think it's, it's interesting because Customs talks a lot about risk and they're always talking about doing a risk assessment. Yes. We've talked about that before, certainly in these podcasts. And I think, again, based on risk, that could dictate right. possibly how often. So what are, the, what are the main reasons why you're really going in and evaluating them anyway? What's the main thing you're really doing? Well, you really want to make sure that those parties involved in handling your cargo, specifically your suppliers, your shippers that are responsible of shipping out that cargo, that they follow the security standards that you expect them to follow. You want to make sure that your cargo is secure and intact while it's being loaded and while en route. Yeah, so they're at least meeting minimum security criteria and perhaps perhaps higher yes. standard uh, that you might expect. So that's certainly a good reason why to do it. 
So let's talk about some of the areas, um, and there's a number of areas I know that you want right. to look at. Um, what are some of the areas that you really want to focus in on when you're doing that evaluation? Well, I think the first thing that you want to look at is what does their facility look like? What, what type of security controls do they have in place to secure that facility, whether they have fencing, cameras, guards, a gatehouse? You want to get a feel for those controls that are in place. So you want to definitely know that they have a secure site yes. and, and proper security at their physical location. Um, what sort of an other thing you're looking for? Yeah, the next thing that you really want to look at is their access controls. Who has access to their facilities? Do they have good visitor controls, employee controls? You want to make sure that everyone is properly identified. I know one facility. of the things you talk about a lot of times when we're looking at, at a vendor, particularly in the shipping area, you want to make sure everyone's identified. What are some of the yes. strategies you'd like to see in that area? Oh, I always like to see that whoever's in the shipping area has at least a vest or a badge that identifies them as a standout versus other employees or other visitors. That those people that have the vest or the special name badge are authorized to, to be in that area, authorized to be handling and loading your yes. cargo yes. as opposed to just anyone in that area. I agree. I think that is certainly a best practice that you want to look for. So, so when you look at physical security, you look at access control, what, what's kind of another thing you want to look at? Well, you also want to take a look at once they're ready to, to ship your cargo, is that, that shipping data, that documentation, that verification of your cargo. So you really want to make sure that they have good controls in place to verify your cargo to make sure that the paperwork that they're preparing is correct, that they identify if anything is incorrect, and make the corresponding adjustments to that. Yeah, because remember, a lot of that data that they're preparing, that's data, of course, that you're going to be using to report to U.S. Customs right. as you're importing those goods. You want to make sure all that data is accurate they're, they're about that. Also, what about as they stage your cargo and they're getting ready to load it? What, what do you like to see there? Yeah, well, definitely you want to make sure that they have a cargo verification process and a container or conveyance verification process to make sure whether it's air, ocean, that all, wherever your cargo is going to be loaded into has proper controls, that there's proper protocols, inspection, and if applicable, that high security seals are placed to ensure the cargo is secure. So if they're loading it onto a container, we want to make sure that the container's secure, properly cleaned out. Yes. I know Customs even now is talking more about things with pest control debris. and making sure they don't have any pests or debris inside of the yes. container. Um, so all of those inspection protocols, seal controls? Yes, seal important. controls, who's responsible of issuing the seal, maintaining the inventory, reporting any anomalies. So again, you want to make sure that they have good controls in place so you feel confident that when they're handling your cargo, it's in a secure manner. Now again, these are mostly CTPAT standards anyways. Right. So you really are going to be coming up with these kinds of questions. You're going to be doing these observations. You're going to be looking for these things. And, and for the most part, if you just sit there and observe as they're loading containers or loading shipments or processing shipments, you're going to be able to see pretty fast, are they following some kind of protocol or standard? Right, right. So hold them to those kind of standards. So in addition to that, we talked about shipping data security and the cargo security. Um, now the container security. After you've now loaded yes. in that container, what are you looking for? Yeah, so that? the next step is really cargo tracking and making sure that whenever that shipment departs their facility that they're controlled and measure in place to know where that cargo is while on route and until it arrives to its final destination. It's really key to, to keep visibility of that cargo while it's on route. 
So basically, as the shipper, they should really know where it is at all times. At all times. In the process, and they're monitoring, they're tracking yes. it. And certainly we know on a southern border or northern border, a lot of people are using GPS yes. and through their carriers, and they can, of course, monitor. They have approved um, routes. They have estimated times already. So, again, you want to be also sensitive to the timing, the routes, so you have certain expectations that you want them to follow. I think it's important that everyone understands that you know, your business partner is essentially just an extension of who you are, and essentially by giving them those yes. responsibilities, if you are not meeting those responsibilities because you're relying on them, then of course you got to make sure that they're That's key. managing and actually implementing the same standards. So one of the things is when you're in CTPAT, um, the fact that your vendors and suppliers may or may not be, they're just an extension of you. They're yes. part of your supply chain and still need to meet the same standards. Yeah, and that's what really customs expects. Not, not because you're not the shipper doesn't mean that you're not responsible of them to follow those those controls. I think that's a great point. Just because you're not the shipper, there's still a responsibility, and that's kind of what we're talking about uh, today. So finally, you've you've gone through all this stuff. You've looked at uh, physical security, access control, container security, shipping data security, physical security, tracking. Maybe kind of what's the last thing you Yeah, the last on. thing, and kind of to wrap everything up, is really ensure that your shipper, your supplier, is really training its employees because how else are they going to share their internal expectations to the staff? So you really always want to make sure that they have a training process in place, that they've created that awareness on supply chain security and security in general throughout their employees and their facilities. Good, good training protocols also. So what are some of the methods that you would use to evaluate um, to actually evaluate one of your vendors? What are kind of different ways that you might do this? Well, there's certainly different ways to how you can gather that information. And again, it'll also depend on, on your budget, on your supply chain, and the complexity. But a great way to do it is performing an on-site visit. Do that security evaluation, document that, and really observe what are their controls and practices in place. And it's a great opportunity to also observe any weaknesses and make recommendations. So certainly that can get a little, like you said, resources could yes. be an issue there. But certainly you might want to just limit that to your primary, primary. your highest risk yeah. uh, supplier vendors, maybe not everyone, because sure. you're right, I think on-site is quite great. What's another way you could actually do that also? Another way is you can request for them to provide you what are their controls. Have them feed you the information, whether over the phone or send them a questionnaire and they can return it back, share with you some of their processes and procedures. So that's also another way that you can evaluate and profile what different standards your your suppliers have in place. Okay. So you have all these expectations. There's right. all these things you want your supplier to yes. do. How do you actually go out and communicate to your suppliers, your vendors, your business partners, your expectations? I think communication is key. It's an easy way. You don't have to focus on resources. And great ways that you can communicate and share all these expectations to your business partners is you can establish terms and conditions. You can add security language and criteria right in there and have them acknowledge it. Uh, so that's also a great opportunity. In addition, you also can establish customer ongoing education like bulletins, uh, share customs information with them. Always keep them in the loop of what they should be doing. Yeah, I think communication is key, and, and it's ongoing and frequent communication, right. not just one time. Don't say, well, I told them two years ago. you got to tell them yeah, and people keep change, telling them change. on and on because people change and people forget. Right. I think that's another thing. Well, some of the next steps certainly is you definitely want to establish a good 
solid business partner reevaluation schedule yes. of when you actually want to target people. So it's clear of when you're going to go after this. You want to maintain that. And you certainly want to implement that. Right. And customs will be looking for proof mm -hmm. of that implementation. And also train your own employees on right. this process to make sure they're following through and also doing it. So kind of some of the things we talked about today, uh, the importance of reevaluating your business partners, how often, why you should certainly do it. We talked about some of the core areas yes. that you should be focusing on and certainly ways you can evaluate, you know, on-site, over-the-phone questionnaires, or finally, how to communicate. And you need to communicate to your business partners on a regular basis what your expectations and your standards are. You can't assume that they know it. you got to remind, right. remind, remind, and keep doing that. Well, I want to thank you for joining us today. And until next time, bye-bye, everyone. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening to the Master's Method podcast. Zisser Customs Law Group is a full-service international trade law firm and a global leader in international trade compliance training. Be sure to tune in again and subscribe for more great conversations. This podcast is intended for informational purposes only and is not legal advice. If you have any questions or require additional support, please do not hesitate to contact us through our website at zissergroup.com or send us an email to solutions at zissergroup.com.